0: Everybody, welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. Uh, You have found Heidi St. John along with Dorinda Wilson at uh, the little Busy Mom corner of the internet. You can find us also on iTunes by searching for The Busy Mom, and you can find me at HeidiSt.John.com or you can go to The Busy Mom. They both go to the same place. So you're in luck. (laughs) Uh, We are going to, we've got kind of some heavy stuff to talk about today. Um, There's a lot of weird things.
1: (laughs) Is it just me? I, I don't know why we continue to be shocked, but it, it, right. it still shocks me. Yeah, the, the news and
0: every time we, I mean, uh, my, this is funny. I was downstairs last night cooking dinner and uh, Jay came into the kitchen. And usually when he comes in the kitchen, he's, you know, he's a... Kissing me or something. So he comes into the kitchen and Sydney, one of our uh, younger daughters, comes up. She goes, I'm just so happy when dad comes into the kitchen. I said, why? And she goes, because then you talk about happy things. And I was like, (laughs) okay, I'm going to have to stop talking about the news. Because it's been uh, kind of hard to watch lately. I don't know if it's – if it's just me, but it's been uh, kind of hard to watch. Anyway, I, today we're going to be talking about a culture of entitlement and kind of what's happening with our kids and uh, particularly with uh, the latest protests that we're seeing right, on college campuses. Right. I kind of watched with a fair degree right. of... Uh, I think my jaw was on the floor. Yeah, it, Is it, it's this hard to even take it in. <laughs> I mean, when I, when I went to college... You know, if we had, if we didn't wanted to question our professor, we did it respectfully. Right, we were, right. uh, we were there to learn. We were right. not there to educate mm-hmm. the professor. Mm-hmm. We were there to mm-hmm. get an education. And there was a, a system by which we could, you know, voice her complaints and that kind of thing,
1: right. which I
0: think should still be there. Absolutely. But what's shocking to me is these students who believe that they are somehow entitled. Yeah. And so I looked up the definition of entitlement. Good you're, move. You're welcome. Homeschool <laughs> homeschool mom and me. Yay, yay. Uh, and here's here's uh, here's what uh, Webster says. Uh, entitlement is the right to a particular privilege or benefit that's granted by a law or custom. So, for example, we have the legal right in this country. We're entitled to a fair trial. Right. We are entitled to speak to a lawyer if we ever get arrested. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we have um, entitlements by virtue of the fact that we are citizens of this country. Um. You might have an entitlement at a job. So, you know, if you work for a, a company that gives you health benefits, that would be something that you're entitled to receive uh, when you work there. These are just basic things that you get. But more recently, entitlement has taken on more of a critical uh, tone. So if someone has a sense of entitlement, it means that that person believes that he deserves certain privileges and he's arrogant about mm-hmm,
1: it. Mm-hmm. You see the difference? Oh, big difference. That you big believe difference.
0: that you uh, that you deserve. To have, uh, like, I heard a young woman. I think I was watching it with you the other day. Yep, we a were. woman saying that she felt like um, all of her college debt should be forgiven. And right, Doreen and I were like, <laughs> "Well, then us too." <laughs> yeah,
1: right. It took that me be seven great? years to
0: pay off my college debt. <laughs> you know, uh, like, uh, and I understand. You know, some of the angst. I was. Mm-hmm. I've been reading a little bit about. Um, apparently the feds have raised interest rates on college loans. Guaranteed mm-hmm. student loans are supposed to be at 2%, which are now at 8%. Well, right. when we're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars right. in student loans. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of a, that's a, that's a big deal. To it go is. from 2% to 8%, it's a big deal. So there's got to be ways that we can talk about this without fostering this ridiculous right. sense of entitlement that seems to be sort of settling over our culture
1: like a cold, wet, uh, blanket. It's almost like they equate entitlement to human rights, yes. which are very different things.
0: Yeah, no, that's exactly right. I've been following, you know, uh, the story of the um, the president of Mizzou in uh, in Missouri who mm-hmm. resigned because you know the students didn't like him, so he <laughs> resigned. And I was interested to read CNN's uh, take on it. You know, normally I'd say most people would say, you know, CNN tends to lean a little bit liberal there. I mean, certainly, you know, I don't think there's anybody that disagrees now that news outlets seem to all have a, a some right. sort of a slant. Right, right. Right. And so um, this is interesting, though. When CNN uh, did their commentary on it, they said that when colleges make it their business to stop teaching and start agreeing with students, they surrender their purpose.
1: Mm-hmm. Their mm-hmm.
0: opportunity to enrich a young student's development in this bizarre world of academic cowardice, we see college presidents tested by students and students running our universities. Our children have embraced our our entitlement culture enjoying its calories without the guilt. Wow, and I just thought they hit words. the nail on the head. That's what they want, and I wonder where. So we've talked about this before. You Mm -hmm. know, I hear a lot of people criticizing this generation of kids. We we've uh, books, entire you know series of books have been written on how we're losing this generation of kids. We're losing them out of the churches. We're we're uh, losing sense of family, Mm -hmm. and I just do not believe that you lose a generation of kids. You'll lose a generation of parents exactly, and then. You lose a generation right. of kids. It starts with us. Yeah, it starts with us. So I, I think instead of you know uh, railing against these kids, we need to start saying to their parents, "Wow, uh, it's time to start looking at how how." Right now, we are parenting
1: children because in some ways, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, it's too late for these kids. Right, right. right? And, and that's why we do what we do here yeah. at the podcast is we want to encourage um, moms and parents to raise their children mm-hmm. um, according to God's standards, mm-hmm. not according to the world's standards, which are evidently polar opposite because God talks um, extensively in his word about mm-hmm. uh, the value of hard work, about earning mm-hmm. um and about the responsibility of the parent to teach their child um, godly standards. Mm -hmm. And isn't it easier – I mean, really, let's be honest.
0: (laughs) Isn't it easier to not teach your child to do that? Mm -hmm. It's easier to disengage. It's easier to just, you know, do it yourself. It's easier to just – Un, you know emotionally disengaged from right, your child. Right.
1: I just had that situation the other day with our one of our kids, and yeah. we were having discipline issues with uh, just a follow through on mm-hmm. doing a job well. Yeah. And at, at one point, I just said it would be easier for me. To just mm-hmm. do it myself, mm-hmm. but it would not be better for you. No, and, and so we need to think about our kids and what's in their best interest. It's yeah. not in their best interest to think that the world owes them.
0: No, it really isn't. And I kind of feel like this is sort of—I want to sort of sound the alarm mm-hmm. to parents who are in their twenties mm-hmm. and thirties, because mm-hmm. these parents whose kids are in college now are in their thirties, late thirties, right. and and forties. Right. And really, I mean, you and I still have children at home that we're mm-hmm. raising. But if I only had three children. My children would be grown. Right, right. Me too. And it, boy, if it doesn't go by fast. And so we're we're gonna kind of take you like we always do back to the Word of God. There are a lot of places where you guys can go and get information and get you know uh, people can editorialize all they want to and talk about what's happening in the culture. And certainly, <laughs> I'm gonna do that too <laughs> to, to <laughs> a certain degree. But the most important thing really isn't what I have to say. It's really what does God say. And the Bible has a lot to say about. Blame shifting, and really, that's what's happening, right? right. So we're seeing the culture uh, with a sense of th- with this um, sense of entitlement. And the kids are blaming the professors, right. and the parents are blaming the economic downturn because you know it's not very good anymore. And uh, and I'm thinking, you know, we have to, we talk about the greatest generation, mm-hmm. you know, that my grandparents were a part of, mm-hmm. and those guys stinking if they didn't work hard. That's right. For what they had, they mm-hmm. knew that they weren't on not entitled to anything. They worked for it. They earned it in much the same way that you earn respect. That's right. You earn your reputation, those kinds of things. Uh, the Bible talks about in Genesis 3 how Adam and Eve tried to shift the blame. Mm-hmm. So when Eve disobeyed God, because really that was the root mm-hmm. problem, right? Right. So yeah, the serpent deceived her, but ultimately she disobeyed. That's right. And rather than just go, I disobeyed, she's like, well, he made me do it. Right. And Adam, right. rather than just go, oh, sh- I blew it, God, I'm so sorry. He's like, well, Eve made me do it. Right. Right? We, are, we tend to shift blame. And I think it's time for parents to start telling their kids, no, this rests on you. Mm -hmm. You know, we need to teach our children how to be responsible. So less about what society and
1: culture owes them and more about what their responsibility is in the culture. Exactly. We, t- we talk a lot at our house about rights and privileges. Yes. Um, big difference. Big difference. You know, our kids have the privilege of, um, you know, going and spending the night at a friend's house. They mm-hmm. have the privilege of, you know, participating in maybe a local sports team. mm mm-hmm. um, It's amazing to me how quickly those privileges become uh, interpreted as rights. Yes, it is. And I think as a parent, we need to remember that there are no sacred cows. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: Don't be afraid to Mm -hmm. take away the things that hurt because in doing so, you do your child a favor Mm -hmm. long term. And I think I've realized that in this culture that we live in right now, um, we we are a privileged culture. We have so Mm -hmm. much we don't even we don't even we don't even realize how right. much how much we have mm-hmm. and i think it becomes super easy to start to spoil our kids and not even realize we're doing mm-hmm. it so really praying and asking god to bring those issues to the surface and mm-hmm. oh he's faithful to do that oh, you man. know <laughs> sometimes oh, yeah. it's not it's not fun but mm-hmm. my prayer is that our kids that when they sin or when they're doing things they shouldn't be doing and or they're not being responsible that that is brought to our attention mm-hmm. so that we can deal with it better to deal with it now. Oh man. Than down the road. Yeah. I mean you're you are making an investment by yeah. teaching your kids how to work hard and how to, um, you know, be willing yeah. to take responsibility. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we're always telling parents, look, if you think it's hard having a bratty eight eight year old, mm-hmm. try having a bratty eighteen year old. Mm-hmm. That's a whole heck of a lot harder. Better to do your homework now. Better to to train and do the discipline on the front end. That's right. Than have to deal with the repercussions that's on right. the other end. And, and in so many
1: ways, that's what we're seeing play out in the culture. That's right, right now. And we're not kidding anybody. It's not fun. No, it is. We do not enjoy it. This is not this exhausted is part? much. <laughs> Exactly. This is the part of parenthood that's exhausting. But again, you're making an investment. And I think if we're thinking, what is in the best interest of my child Mm -hmm. long term, -term. um, trying to keep that big picture in mind, it helps guide our decisions a little bit better Mm -hmm. and um, helps us to be able to we got to keep our eye on the prize, you know? Yeah, well, we're always saying you want to plant with a harvest in mind. Right. You know, we're not trying to plant
0: for what's going to happen next week. We're trying exactly. to plant for what's going to happen 15 years from now <laughs> when your work is done and the work that you, the, the seeds that you've sown in the life of your
1: child are going to begin to mm-hmm. bear fruit.
0: That's exactly right. And it, I am... uh You know, feeling like, boy, we got to get a handle on this,
1: right? Right, you know. Um, I, you know, Deuteronomy six, six and Mm seven. We love, we love that scripture. But I love uh, the New Living Translation. It says, "And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to Mm -hmm. these commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them." again and again to your children. Talk about them when you are at home and when you're on the road and when you're going Mm -hmm. to bed and when you're getting up. Mm -hmm. That, I hear a lot of repetition Mm -hmm. there, so. Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Well, and he, he said, you know, uh, you'd be committed wholeheartedly. Exactly. You didn't say do it half-heartedly. Right. do
1: when you feel like when it. When it's convenient. You know? When it's convenient. When you're not tired. When you're super frustrated <laughs> and you've had it and you're finally going to do something about it. Yeah. You know, it's it's really a commitment to being intentional mm-hmm. as a parent. And I think as parents, we need to be honest about the fact that our kids are sinful. Exactly. You know, we're <laughs> sinful too,
0: but I hear a lot of parents who are kind of, we've turned our kids into a bunch of little whiners, <laughs> you know? I, I mean- It's I, true. It, it really is. And uh, Proverbs says that there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the, end, mm-hmm. it leads to death. That's and exactly parents right. are supposed to be um, having wisdom and dealing with really what is the delusional mm-hmm. child who exactly. thinks, I deserve this. I earn this. <laughs> exactly. This is mine. You know, we were talking about it's like having the attitude of a toddler. Right. If you have it, it's mine. Right. If I saw it first and you <laughs> have it, it's mine. If I saw it first and I have it, it's mine. If you took it away from me, it's mine. If mom said it's yours, it's mine. <laughs> right? Uh,
1: this is a toddler. And now we're seeing Twenty one year old kids who are behaving way. like toddlers. That's exactly right. It's pride, it's 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 sin. And mm-hmm. I think we need to make sure that we are calling sin sin. Yep. You know, God's word is clear on what that looks like. And what I love, 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 love. I love the Proverbs because if you want a clear picture yes. of what foolishness is right. and what wisdom is, yeah, you just stick your head in Proverbs for yep. a while. And I love that there's a chapter for every day of the month. Yes. Um, it's a great place to go to with your teenagers. Great verses to have your kids mm-hmm. write down. Mm -hmm. Uh, Really, as parents, our responsibility,
0: when we help our kids deal with their naivety about life, because that's really what it is, you know, they don't, they don't, we're, we're trying to train them. I actually had a mom say to me a couple of months ago, she was offended. That's a whole other thing. We should talk about that. That'll be a new (laughs) podcast. Stay tuned. (laughs) She was offended uh, because I use the word train. In talking oh, about child mm-hmm, training because she said mm-hmm. it was you know, you know well you train puppies well I'm like no you 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 right. there are actually lots of similarities between puppies and children <laughs> <laughs> you you know you were you potty train them. Right. <laughs> We're training, we really are. I mean, we're
1: loving them, but we're that's right. Well, training, training, training is just children. an ongoing boundary yes. setting, it, it's not that's not an insult. No, it's and really, an childhood, a child.
0: um, childhood naivety magnifies their sin problem. I mean, mm-hmm. really, that's what it's doing. I mean, you're, it's giving the parent an opportunity to see a problem that they've got now, magnified by their rebellious behavior or exactly. by their you know, whatever it is that they're doing, so that it's magnified while, so that the parent can deal with it mm-hmm. rather than the culture having to deal with them when they grow up and leave their home. It is your job, mom, to show your children that what might seem right to them will actually, in the end, lead to death. And we need to realize that the responsibility lies with us first. Parents have got to start taking responsibility for their children. I saw an interview uh, just a couple of days ago with – uh, the Robertsons from Duck Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I love, I love what those guys are doing. I'm not a huge fan of Duck Dynasty just because it's not really my kind of television I told my show. Boys, This is not a very cognitive show. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, I, 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 just, I love what they stand for. Yeah. They're hilarious, but I find myself, you know, five minutes into it, just going, I, "Don't I have a book to read? You know, <laughs> I've got something to do. Should I be making cookies? Should I be folding laundry? And I feel like that's like one of those things I can't just sit down and watch. Right. Uh, but I saw uh, one of the couples uh, interviewed the other day. And they were talking about whether or not they spank their kids, and they were like, "Yes, we do." And I was like, "Finally, Whoa, yeah, someone who's going to say <laughs> I spank my kids—that's great. I spank my kids, and not—and you know what? There's a way to spank your kids and not abuse them. That's right. And it is a biblical principle. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we've gone from which really was wrong, right? I mean, it's right. wrong when when you know you know people have abused their kids. I grew yeah, up in a home like that, and so I am not. Here to advocate beating. That's right. But I am here to say the Bible has a lot to say about the importance of discipline and training it in really the life does. of a child. It really Your does. Your children need to know that they are not entitled to anything except for they are entitled. They, As children, God says that he loves them. They weren't even entitled to that. God sent his son, mm-hmm. and he gave his life mm-hmm. for them. And I want my kids to know this is precious, this thing that God has given you, this opportunity to work. Um, My mom and, you know, uh, when I was a kid, life was a lot different. You were a kid. I'm Mm -hmm. sure life was a lot different. We were talking about this with Jay's mom the other night. Jay was roguing. My husband was roguing spinach when he was like, you know, 12, 15 years old. I was up. Picking, you know, strawberries really early in the morning. You did what? You cotton do cotton fields, cotton field, the cotton fields. Yeah, you know what? There's probably some child labor law against that. Now. I'm sure, right? <laughs> but it produces character. It really does. It really does. And when we got the, we work all day for seven dollars or whatever. You know, <laughs> and you got that seven dollars, and you went down to, exactly. you know, you went down to the little corner store and blew it all on penny yeah. candy. I babysat for a dollar an hour. Yes, and you were happy to I do was it. Thrilled. That's what's so funny. And I'm watching these people like we want fifteen dollars an hour, and I was thinking. Uh, I'm not making fifteen. I'd like fifteen dollars an
1: hour. <laughs> Thank you. Come on. Oh my
0: goodness. And anyway, I just I thought, boy, if what would happen in the culture if parents really took the responsibility to train their children seriously? If they, if rather than leaving it up to the schools, right. we know now that that doesn't work. Right. So does uh, does dropping your kid off at school every day uh, take the place of a parent who's heavily invested in the life of their child? No. Mm-mm. Um. You don't leave it up to your pastor. No. Uh, and that certainly happened for of all the years that Jay was a pastor, it happened over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd see people just drop their kids off at church, and that would be the end of it. You know, That's they right. thought that the that the church was going to straighten their kid out. That, right. You know, for that two hours on Wednesday <laughs> night. Yeah, God's pretty
1: clear in His Word that it's our responsibility yeah. as parents. Yeah. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. as we
0: raise our kids in this entitlement culture, and I and I really don't know where it's gonna go. I mean, it seems to me a lot's gonna happen based on the elections in, in uh in twenty sixteen. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we've said it before and we'll say it again. Uh vote. Absolutely. <laughs> Get involved in yes. the process. Uh it's amazing to me how many people this is a completely, you know, uh, complete rabbit trail. So I'm not gonna go down it. But I will say I looked up the uh the number of people that voted in Clark County in this last election, which was an off-season election. You know how many, you know what the percentage was? No. 23%. Oh, my god. 23% of people voted. Mm-hmm. And I showed that in an article to our kids, and I said, so what this to- tells you is 23% of the people just decided for 75% of the people. Mm-hmm. 23% just said this is how it's going to be because That's they right. voted. That's right. And it really does matter. So when you think about what's coming up in the elections, uh, you know, parents, be praying. Watch this stuff with your kids. I would say watch the news clips with your kids. Mm-hmm. When you see uh, students... You know, coming up with abs- absurd reactions. Right. Show your kids, hey, mm-hmm. you know what? I I heard this argument happening the other day, and this is what the Bible says mm-hmm. about how we're supposed to respect authority. This is what the Bible says about uh, hard work mm-hmm. and effort. The Bible says a worker is worthy of his hire, mm-hmm. and uh, and teach your children to respect authority. That's another thing I notice is really missing mm-hmm. a, a a lack of respect. Mm-hmm. Um. And you and I were talking about this the other day. You know, when sometimes uh, our children don't respect us, I mean, certainly we've had issues with our own kids. And what is it that you were saying? No, I told my kid, look, even if I'm wrong,
1: that's right. You still, your your responsibility is to be respectful Mm -hmm. and be polite. Yeah, that's what the scripture says. And I told him that that these are not my rules. These are are God's. These are God's boundaries that he set out. He said, if you Mm. honor your parents, it will go well with you. And then I said, is it going well with you right now? (laughs) Is it going? (laughs) No, would be the answer to that
0: question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. So parents, we're going to leave you with this thought. It's your responsibility to continually, mm-hmm. like Dorinda was saying, to continually remind your kids of the scriptural consequences of their actions. Use biblical illustrations. Use illustrations from God's Word stories of David and Bathsheba is a great story of, mm-hmm. a, of a man who disobeyed what God said and lived to reap the consequences. Mm-hmm. And when our children make poor decisions, and parents, when we make poor decisions in investing in the life of our child and we reap wind, we're going to sow a storm. right? And that's what's happening around us right now. And so we're going to just leave you with that thought, sow into the lives of your kids wisely so that uh, you can reap a harvest of joy. We will, we're will. we going to take this uh, discussion to another level on the next uh, podcast. Also, before we go, I want to remind you uh, that we've got a bunch of stuff coming up. We're going to be talking about the holidays mm-hmm. because... They're coming up. They're coming quickly. Right? They're coming quickly. I I just, you know, I just want to sit down and watch Elf. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then just let everybody else plan the holidays. Exactly. Is that all right? Can yeah, I do that? sure. Yeah, Why not? It's no big deal. I'll just tell the kids, you guys make the menus. You guys do you know, the little Christmas shopping, whatever. Right. But we want to talk to you guys about time management mm-hmm. uh, for the holidays, uh, frugal holiday living. If you are enjoying this podcast, could you do us a favor and just hop on over to iTunes and rate it? That helps us tremendously. When you rate the podcast, what happens is that um, the higher rated that podcast is, the more visible it becomes to people right. who are just searching for podcasts for moms so if you're enjoying this we would love it if you could hop on over there and leave um leave a comment and rate the podcast that would be that would be great also during we've got um another retreat coming up another,
1: fearless, another, conference. Yeah, another conference yeah here in vancouver washington not woo, canada <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone wanted like, to make where? sure yeah, oh, you know canada. that it is in the states um so yeah anywhere if you're from the Portland area, mm-hmm. uh, it'd be super easy to make it to, yep. to this we got conference. We have people flying it's in from all over awesome. the country. We really so. do. And we got a great we hotel do. and yep. a great rate. Great rate. It's yep. going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. Really, really great time so of How are they going to get more
0: information on that?
1: Um, you can go to um, Heidi St. John. Com mm-hmm. slash come away. Okay. That'd be awesome. All right. So if you've got
0: questions, uh, ideas that you would like us to talk about the podcast, you can email us at podcast at thebusymom.com. That is a staffed email. And so really, we're not looking for a lot of back and forth communication. We're really taking comments and questions and uh, podcast ideas. So Mm -hmm. if you've got an idea and you'd like us to talk about it on the podcast, let us know. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll see you back here next time at The Busy Mom Podcast.